0: Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. This evening, I'm joined by Peter, Sarah, and Chris, and we are going to be discussing a video game which I started the YouTube channel with, and I've been playing it for how long now? Almost four years. Uh, And that is Ark Survival Evolved, a game where you start off with nothing but your knickers, and you build up clothing and weapons and... What what they're already giggling over there. Don't worry about us. You said knickers. I said knickers and they just started giggling. Giggling. So I started following this video game before it came out on console. And when it did come out on console, I had it like pre ordered and all that kind of stuff. I was all about it. Uh one thing I forgot to mention is as you build up your clothing and your tools and your house and all this kind of stuff, uh, you're also dealing with dinosaurs. Um, some of them dinosaurs that we've actually found records of, other ones completely made up, like griffins and dragons and um they're not called dragons. they're no, called waverins. They're called waverins or wyverns.
1: Oh, I hate how people call them wyverns.
0: But that's technically how you're supposed to that say it, I think. So dumb. but that's what they are.
1: We're, we're not middle age brief, like not brief, but middle age like Arab people.
0: Well, we were middle-aged. We'd be calling them worms. Sure. But they're also not dragons because the difference between a wyvern and a dragon is that a dragon has front legs and separate wings. A wyvern's front legs and wings are the same thing.
2: Right. Not if you're looking at an oriental dragon. Sorry, Matt. But, yeah, I think it's just a reference word. Um, uh, the wyvern, actually, if you're looking myth- myth- historically and folklore has nothing to do with the dragon it's a totally separate beast.
0: Yes. So, uh I was the first one to get this video game. And what? I was the last one. And to get Peter this was video the game. second. Yeah, and Sarah was the last one to get this video game, which makes me number 3. So you start out on this island, you've got nothing. You pick berries and you punch trees and stuff like that to make uh a pick and then you make an axe, and each one gathers different things. So a pick will get you more metal, whereas an axe will get you more stone.
2: You make it sound so much fun. Wow. I remember that we started playing, and we died. Then we died again. Then we died again. And then finally we figured out how to pick berries, and we survived a little longer until the raptor showed up, and then we died.
0: (laughs) Then we died again. And this is exactly why when we start a podcast, Peter should be started on a 15-minute time limit before he's allowed to say anything because he jumps so far ahead. But... I'm just trying to get people to understand what this game is. Then we'll get into the murder. Oh, okay. Because there there was lots lots of that.
1: You see, when we asked you about structure earlier and how, how you wanted to run this down, you said, we're just talking. So this time...
2: She is not at fault, you are. Well, Thank you,
3: Sarah. I concur with Sarah.
0: Well Thank you we'll, we'll get to all of it. Who the fuck's so, Brian? I'm not a clue. Nobody knows of Brian and okay. <laughs> this is great. Oh my god. So my first time playing it, uh first I was too hot, died within Five minutes. Then I was too cold. Died within five minutes. Um, I was swimming and ran out of stamina. Died within three seconds. Something like that. Um, Starved to death. Did I mention that one? Um, Drowned. Starved to death. Froze to death. Boiled to death. Um, Oh, or you make yourself so exhausted from punching
3: trees that you actually kill yourself... Because you've done too much damage and have bled to death.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's because your fortitude and your health aren't high enough yet.
0: Yeah. Uh, I eventually uh, died enough that I was making progress and I made a small, like, one-by-one hut kind of thing. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I'm starting to get the hang of this game. It's super brutal, but I'm getting the hang of it. Yeah, now now it's known as the safety hut, where you just kind of build something quickly to get yourself through the first couple nights, and then you move on. Idea. What, a safety hut? Uh, no, we were using that long before uh, you. Oh, well, God, yes.
3: Oh, yeah. When I first started playing with Peter and Matt before we had our own server, and we were tethered together, the first thing Matt said to me was, I don't know where you've built your safety hut, but make sure it's only one platform and four walls.
0: Well, just so we didn't lose them and them being big structures, right?
2: There's a lot of different. Now, again, I'm going to get in trouble here for jumping gun. I uh, probably, but the key thing is, is safety huts were a secondary thing until really. Um, uh, burnt sands, no, scorching. What's what's the scorched earth? Scorched earth, and in scorched earth, you had to because in scorched earth, you're actually dealing with temperature as well and just over heat exhaustion and death by heat so you just automatically the first thing that if you're playing scorched earth you had to do was build a hut hence and that eventually developed for us anyways into the safety hut but isn't scorched earth the third map
0: uh second or third map something like that it was like the island no i think it was the second one yeah um so scorched earth is nothing but a barren desert and you have to survive. Uh, yeah, but that was the
3: first DLC. Because yeah. the first original three maps are the island, the center, and Ragnarok. Um, No. Not.
0: No, was the center, it
1: was the island's Scorched Earth in the center,
0: right? Uh, the, no, the center's not part of the storyline.
1: Well, there's gotta be a way.
0: Well, no, it, it started off
2: that the first free-to-play was the island. It
1: was. Island, and the then you got Burned,
2: Scorched burnt, earth. earth, which was the first purchase world. Um, and then I think with Scorched Earth, you got the Center, which was a fan based
0: world map. We the center.
1: Okay, so if um if Dodo Dex does the maps in order, do they do the maps in order of release?
0: No, uh, no I think they do them alphabetically.
1: No, because it says the island, the center, Scorched Earth ragnarok aberration extinction vulgaro genesis crystal isles genesis 2 and lost island
0: yeah. um, oh okay so I, yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. they're in order yeah okay yeah. Well, well, order. the
2: key thing to remember some of these were The key thing to remember is some of these were paid platforms and some of them uh came with it
0: um yes so my first safety hut i made this thing i'm like all right i'm getting ahead i made a fire i'm staying warm uh I killed some fish, I I killed a couple dodos, I'm cooking them, and uh, everything's going good that way, and I'm like, okay, it's nighttime, what do I do at nighttime, I can't really see anything, I got a torch going, I'm like, well, maybe I can find another dodo on the beach, and as soon as I opened the door, I had an alpha rap, okay, so we're back now, Sarah's talking about promos, and we had a technical difficulty, so we're back going now. My bad. So, in ARC, uh, some of the funnest stuff is the dinosaurs themselves. And I can't believe I actually turned my cell phone off for this, and then now I need my cell phone to look up some of these things. Yeah. Yeah, but I like Android better. I don't want to... Fuck you. I don't know what you've done to that poor little Apple device over there.
1: Nothing. You probably do more sketchy shit on your Android than I do on my Apple.
0: (laughs) See, if you're doing graphic design and stuff like that, yes, get a Mac. But if you're on a phone, just get an Android. They just work. And they don't self-obsolete. Anyways, back to ARC. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. Did my phone boot up yet? Does anybody know? Oh, yeah, we do. Okay. So... I wanna describe a dinosaur and see if you guys can pronounce it and not use the dodo decks because I'm gonna be using the dodo I
1: turned my phone over, I only use it if I get stuck. So
0: some of these things have like stupid crazy names. Okay. For example, there's a Bigfoot in the game.
1: Do oh, you, oh I do know you
0: guys know what it's actually called.
1: No, I call it a gorilla. Isn't it a Quellish or something
2: like that? isn't it the qualis or something like that starting with a Q, U, A.
0: what about you mr bigfoot hunter you've you've put more berries up butts than anybody that's how you tame them you have to sneak up behind them and feed them berries
3: cannot remember their names i just call them the uggs
0: gigantopithecus
1: yeah I knew there was a Pithecus and a gigan- giant yeah. in it, but I wasn't sure I was going to call it a gig- I was gonna call it a gigasaurus, or and, a gigasaurus. And it literally
0: looks like Bigfoot, and you see them walking in the redwoods usually. They're around our new house. Yeah.
1: All the time, actually.
0: Really? Oh. Yeah.
1: yeah. They live outside the wall.
0: Oh, I didn't know they lived outside the wall. That could be dangerous. Why don't we have any yet?
1: Because Chris hasn't caught any.
3: Chris hasn't caught Every any. Every time any I go yet. to tame one, goddamn terror birds come after me.
0: Okay, before we carry on, um, uh, we had mentioned on our cigarette break that uh, each one of us has a different play style in the game. We we should talk about that before we just, you know, throw in another random dinosaur, right?
1: Random dinosaurs are great to break up monotony, so maybe just yeah. randomly throw them in every once in a while.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so go. So,
0: uh, Chris, what kind of player would you say that you are? I am the adventure
3: tamer. Because I am more of like a gatherer. I I don't know what it is. It's just something about seeing how many different species and stuff like that I can collect and breed and all that fun stuff.
0: What about you, Peter? What what, What kind of player do you feel you are in Ark?
2: I think for me, I'd have to say it's more like a Pokemon game. I gotta catch them all.
0: So, so more of a tamer than gotta collect the whole set, yeah. everyone that's on the map. That's actually a fun one, but it's a really hard one, especially for anything that's in the water. True that, true that.
2: Difficult for anything in the water, but I have to admit I've made a pretty good stab at some of the land-based ones and some of the maps that we've had.
3: I don't mean to cut you off, but no? I could also say that I'm the suicidal one. That's where i Because... Thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah he
0: he takes the most risk out of anybody.
3: Because... I'm the one who has no shame of being killed 60, 70 times, rage quitting, going back and doing the same stupid stuff to try to get that wavered egg that you're not supposed to get until you're at least level 80, 90, and I'm doing it at level 50.
0: uh, That was Dennis before. He'd go in with like literally nothing and die (laughs) all the time, but you you filled in that spot nicely. Did you see the new uh, server message? No? Okay, so on the server you can change the message of the day, you know. I used to have it say, good morning, Survivor, blah, 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 blah. Well, Chris started dying so much, I put in the server message, did Chris die again? And you haven't seen... Yes. You saw yes. that one. Yes, I You have to be close to the microphone for it to work. Yes. I've got to share. Stop. I move it. Oh, someone did. Yes. Oh, he pushed it to I, I pushed it to ah. Sarah because I figured she was next. <laughs>
3: but, yes. Uh, I've seen the has chris died again and the first time i seen it was when i logged onto the server by myself because both you and sarah would have well you would have been sleeping sarah would have been at work and i was like oh well that's a lovely message to see as soon as i log in yeah (laughs) and that's the night that i killed peppermint
0: yeah yeah uh so the new one is yep he did (laughs) (laughs)
1: I haven't seen that one yet. You haven't seen that one yet? No, I haven't logged on. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, What kind of player do you think you are, Sarah?
1: I'm extremely cautious. I get very frustrated if I go out and I don't have a place to, like, if I go hunting, if I'm not near a bed, that's mine. I get very paranoid and that's usually where I make a lot of fuck-ups. So I'm very cautious. I try to, like, hunt very um, strategically so I don't die because I find it's a pain in the ass. To go back and get your body and your shit. And your animal like your flyer that you're on. Because I don't want to lose my flyer. I don't want to lose my shit. And half the time. You know you guys have gotten so good at looking at your map. When you die. Before you spawn back in your bed. So you know where you are. I, I'm i so fast at shit. I don't pay attention. so oh. It makes it harder for me. Just
2: a question Sarah. <clears throat> if you're so worried about the map. And having a bed wherever you are. Have you ever considered just carrying around a canoe in your equipment? Because there's a lot of waterways. You throw it on the nearest waterway, and you can respawn on the canoe.
1: I have sometimes, but that's one of those things where I forget about. But now I've gotten to the point when I do go out hunting, I try to take as little with me as possible of important stuff. So, like, I'll leave extra clothing. I'll take the ammo, (laughs) pretty much only the ammo that I need in my pods, um, like my cryopods. But that's about it. I try not to take a lot of stuff. I, I see Matt's inventory is always full. And I'm like, how do you function like that? It's messy. But that's how you function. That's how you play.
0: No, it's not that my inventory is full. You see, I'm the type of build, or survivor or player that builds everything. So it's not that my inventory is full. It's that you caught me when I'm in the middle of making something. And I've got a lot of resources on me. Like, I'm about to build 15 walls or, you know, 32 foundations to put up the new building or whatever. Because I always build the the bigger things, usually. You guys don't usually go as grandiose as I do. But I get bored and hunting gets boring to me because eventually you get to the point where you just point the naughty end at the thing that you want to die. And eventually it dies, so that kind of, it's a little monotonous, you know. And after you have four T-Rexes, do you really need that next one? Yes. Or, you know, do I really want to go into the swamp with all my really good gear just to come out either dead or have to go back into the swamp naked to pick up my stuff? No, not really. Would I like a house where I've got, like, guns and stuff on the top so that if something big does show up, I can survive? Yes, I do. See, whereas I've now got myself (laughs) to the
3: point of, When I go out and decide I want to hunt, I bring a sleeping bag with me, (laughs) and I lay down my sleeping bag. As soon as I find what I'm hunting,
0: the sleeping bag goes down near where I know I'm going to be. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's always good practice, but I usually, if I go out, I take myself and my bird, and that's it. I'll sometimes go with you guys, but we usually get split up somehow, or we'll start getting multiple teams going at once, and we're all split up that way.
1: I'm known for getting lost very easily when you when we go out as a group, and we're all on our flyers. I tend to get turned around very easily, and I'm like, I can't find so-and-so, and you're like, I'm right fucking here, and I'm like, where's right fucking here?
0: Oh, I started painting my armor red and all these other bright colors just so that people could figure out where I was. Like, if we were going to the Arctic, I'd wear black so that I was the black dot running around. Or if we were in the forest, I was wearing red so that I was the red dot running around the green. Alexa, get down. She's, attack- she's attacking the dot on uh, her laptop. Uh, that's,
1: <laughs> that's our other cat, everybody. We don't
0: often have to yell at her during a podcast. Not usually. She's usually hiding somewhere. i don't don't know what she's after like
1: this time i was flying around i was just kind of looking for a spot on our on our current map and then i found this area and i'm like this is good and they had a lot of obsidian and and there's a lot of um i was looking for a lot of raptors because where we are there's not a lot and i love hunting raptors i don't know why um so i ended up actually building a small place with a small yard And I keep a bird there. Now I can just spawn there from our current location. And I can just go on my bird. Hunt stuff. If it's something that I really want. I can just stick it in my yard until I want to fly out there from the other base to get it. And I like it too. Because like I said, there's so much obsidian around there. That if we need obsidian, it's like, boom. Obsidian. No problem.
3: Whereas on our current map, we were having a problem with the oil. Finding oil and stuff like that. So, uh. I decided to jump on my Waverin and, out of nowhere, fly across the map. And I always know that there's oil always by a volcano. So I went over by the volcano, and sure enough, I ended up finding oil. And now I'm going out. And when I used to play with Matt and Peter, I was known as the resource gatherer. Because they were always doing either Peter was taming something and Matt was building... But Matt was too busy building to go get his own resources. So it was, Chris, I need more stone. Chris, I need more of this. I need more of that. So that's now literally, other than getting the animals so that we can have one each or multiples of a certain animal, I've now found myself, okay, well, we need oil. I'll go get the oil. Oh, well, we need more wood. I'll go get the wood. But I've now got an abundance of an army to follow me
0: if I need to take
3: anything out where I think I'm going to be in danger.
0: Yeah. Well, Peter loved when even we were playing Minecraft, he, he would be out at adventuring and stuff like that. And he'd come home and dump off his inventory. And every time he came home, there was a new addition to the place. So he he always liked that because he hated the building part. So it's just like, well, here's all the stuff you just do that. And I'll, I'll go out there. I'm like, all right. And he'd come home, and I'd have food made for him, and all cooked up, and ready to go. And he'd come in, recharge, head back out. But we did the same thing in Ark for a while before we split up.
3: That was a good housewife.
2: <clears throat> I just have to have to uh, punch in here. Um, yeah, you build great buildings, right? But let's be honest: we're fighting for survival amongst you know dinosaurs that are trying to rend us to pieces. Really, all I need are forced-out walls, a floor, and a roof. I don't need a sunning porch. I don't need an elevator. I don't need the dragging landing pad. All of that, you know, just... Sometimes it just gets a little bit too much.
1: What, are you saying you don't like my fucking sunroom? You don't like my sun porch? Peter.
2: Peter's <laughs> the, new, the new sun porch. What, what I'm saying is... I think in a, in, a, in a life and death situation more more attention to practical needs as opposed to comfort needs is probably the route I will always I treat.
1: built on top of a castle so I was not in danger at all.
0: Okay, so maybe I didn't need my own personal museum. However, it was nice to have
3: hold on. what about the fact that on our new map you sanctuary? taken the sanctuary of the church oh yeah turned we... it into a library and monumented me on top of the fountain
0: <laughs> yeah yeah chris is on top of the fountain now he's all d.a.d and stuff like that <laughs> taxidermy uh if you're wondering how i killed him you should watch the episode that uh, it was me versus colleen it went pretty much the same way
1: okay that is like my favorite episode on your youtube channel it's the, fight. is the...
0: <laughs> quick fights is, versus is, colleen is
1: that uh, yeah the quick fight with versus colleen shoots her in the back of the head it was so good it was so good
0: yeah short and sweet and to the point actually
1: colleen herself is pretty good at gathering animals
0: almost too good
1: and i was actually very impressed with how fast she learned how to tame the waverns on crystal isles because it's not easy i can't do it but she learned pretty quick working with you how to tame those so i was impressed with her doing that she got me my waverns Because Matt told us we were on our own, so we had to figure it out. But I still can't figure it out. And I've been playing longer than her.
3: That's why Chris collects them for you and donates them.
1: (laughs) Chris is my flyer gatherer. He gets me my RGs. I've gotten my own RGs in the past, but you've got me... You always get me my Waverns. Even the hard way.
0: What's the hard way?
1: Well, I think the... First time was probably on Ragnarok, where he set up this murder hut outside like the big cave. And we had all these extra pterodactyls around just so that he could waste them. And we'd have all of us out there. We all worked as a team. It was great, actually. We'd all be out there with our freaking guns and shit. And when the waverns would come out chasing him after he's stolen one of their eggs, we'd be like shooting the hell out of it. And then we had like turrets on top of the things. Like just the teamwork that we all worked together was amazing.
0: But it was always
1: him risking his ass to get those damn eggs.
0: So, yeah, so he would fly in, steal an egg, bugger off. But when he buggered off, he buggered off towards us. And we had a small hut set up. This one, instead of being made out of grass and stuff like that, it was made out of metal usually because we didn't want it broken because waverns do a lot of damage.
3: It was actually made out of basic wood.
0: Did you make it out of wood? It, It was literally one wall high. Four
3: walls long and five turrets on top of it with a jenny. That okay. was, and, spikes, and the spikes all on the outside, so that if they tried to attack the gun
0: as they were trying to attack the turrets, they would get killed by the spikes. Yeah. Which was a great idea. And literally, like, he'd come over the mountain one time, he had like three on him. And the guns just start blazing and the rest of us are on the ground shooting at them. And, like, these things are dropping at your feet. Like, these giant animals just dropping at your feet, dead and ragdolled and stuff. Friggin' hilarious. But it gets your heart going because you don't know if there's going to be a fireball coming at you or an ice beam or lightning or poison or, you know. It was
1: definitely an adrenaline rush. Oh, God, yeah. For us. So, I can't imagine how bad of an adrenaline rush it was for Chris who actually went into the cave. I never got in. You went in, Matt. Which cave? The one on Ragnarok. Didn't you go in a couple times with Chris, too?
0: Which cave?
3: The, the Dragon Ball. To get oh. the fire waverens on Ragnarok. No. You you came in the one time with me and realized, well, you didn't actually come in. You kind of hovered above yeah, the track. Yeah, I, I usually never go and in and hover above. As soon as Matt realized that there was a wavering on me... He decided to abandon me. Yeah, screw that guy. (laughs) Left me for dead. And that's the time that I lost my favorite gun that I've ever gotten in the game, which was an, uh, I think it was, um, a purple, uh, long rifle that did almost a thousand damage. And I lost that. I lost all my armor and everything. And when I asked Matt what happened to my backup, he said, every man for himself.
2: Always remember an arc. You don't have to be fastest. You only have to be faster than one person.
0: Well, in my defense, I never get myself into a situation I don't plan on getting myself out of. That's why I hovered above said trench, which killed you and your bird and everything you loved. <laughs> <laughs> well, well on the new map... And, and I know
3: we keep jumping back and forth between different maps, and it could be confusing to some of our listeners, but on our new map, uh, w- Lost the Lost Island, the house that you set up, for me to find said house, our, our main base, I literally had to fly over the Wavering Trench, to, the Ice Wavering Trench, to find it. Oh, the, the because, first castle? No, no, no. Our main base yeah. in the town. When I was first flying there on a stupid pterodactyl, the first thing I found was I flew past the blue obelisk and then got to the trench. And the reason that I found the new house was because I was being chased by a wavering and was
0: just trying to get away from said wavering. And that's how I found the new house. When I first moved there, I died a hundred times easily. Because you have to go over the redwoods, and for some reason I was having a lot of problems with micro-raptors, which are these little, they kind of look like a small vulture, and they come at you and they knock you off your uh, animal and uh, daze you and you can't do anything. Well, if they do that and you're over um, a cliff, like you've already gone over the cliff and they knock you off, then you fall to your death and then you start all the way back where you started in the easy zone. So, yeah, I understand that, because also around that area, you have the swamp, which have a lot of nasty things in there, so you can land for stamina for three seconds, and you have four alligators on you, and one of them took you off your bird and spun you around. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is around there? Oh, in the redwoods, so you the, land there. And see, you, you got... took,
3: but you took the, the long way to get to that
0: place, because
3: I took no, found... I took,
0: a, I, I took 15 different ways to get through that place.
3: And by the time I finally decided
0: to... Oh.
3: uh, By the time I finally decided to come that way, I had four RGs with me, and I also just stuck to the beach and literally flew along the beach until I found the edge of the snow cap where I could directly fly right across the top of the snow dome to get over to... Which is now a mixture of the Redwoods with the Swamp, where our new base is. Yeah.
0: Hence why we have so many goddamn monkeys around us. Yeah, the monkeys are quite a problem. So they added a new dinosaur to this one, which is, I don't have my thing open right now.
1: It's basically a giant baboon. Yeah, yeah, it's a giant baboon. Those things are bitches.
0: They they hurt.
1: Yeah. So when, when you got your new base established, and Chris was established there... He got an RG, flew it back to me. Oh, it's a Dinopithecus is the new name. Yeah, Dynopithecus. Anyways, he flew back to me where we started and I hopped on the RG he gave me, which had an issue landing. So I named her Land Bitch. But I couldn't spell bitch because of they have censorship. So I had to get creative. Yeah, some her, of them are really. Her bad name stuff. is Land Bitch because she would never fucking land. I kept going, Land Bitch Anyways, we ended up flying, and I didn't die on the journey because Chris had already figured out a way to get there safely. So I was lucky. I died. What, when, but, we, what, when you were taking yes, me over? So I
3: was flying you over. I died twice. I had to go and get two new RGs.
1: Oh, right, 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 right,
3: right. Yeah, I had, I had died twice and literally left you stranded and had to go get a new RG, uh, two new RGs, because I wasn't happy with just getting one. I had to make sure that I had backup this time.
0: Oh, see, Peter, he broke rule number one. Don't get greedy. Uh, you get one good one, you go home. You get two mediocre ones, you go home. You you don't go for number three ever. But one saying I heard was, man who chases two rabbits will lose them both.
2: And you never name them until they get home.
0: Exactly. But I had caught... Or until they mature.
3: Yes. Yeah. I had caught both RGs, and now I was able to get back to where I'd left Sarah to get her to the new base. And as soon as we got over the snowcaps, my dumbass forgot to put my armor back on, and I was freezing to death and couldn't figure out why and almost didn't make it. And when I did die, because I landed because I was freezing to death to eat some berries, I told Sarah, just keep flying straight and you'll find the base. And she found the base, and then I couldn't make it back because, of course, I died, and both RGs are now stuck in the middle of the mountains. And I have to go catch said RG number four to go get RG number one and two that are now left in the middle of nowhere.
0: And the RGs we're talking about, they're actually Argentavis. They're like a giant eagle. Pretty, they're pretty quick. Um, but their main thing is that they hold a lot and they also work as a workbench. So that's why they're a a positive thing to have around. You can build some of the higher end stuff right on the creature itself. Um, favorite maps, Peter, you want to go first, your favorite map? Because I think your favorite map is probably high on the list.
2: My favorite map has always been Ragnarok i i think it's still the uh best one put together it just supports itself uh really really well um the new map you've mentioned on several occasions and showing me where it's there's a um rendering problem um and all of the other maps i find that there's just something that they just didn't get right in the writing of the map uh ragnarok on the other hand hmm, perfect
0: sarah what's your favorite (laughs)
2: Oh my
1: god! So Peter's dog farted twice, and it's r- rancid, um, and it's in inside my sweater. <laughs> <laughs> so my f- my first map I was on was Crystal Isles, and I liked that one. And actually, the second time we went to Crystal Isles, I really liked it because I built in the redwoods up in a tree, built myself a fucking tree platform, and I love that. But they had micro raptors there too. Not as bad as this map, um, I think. I like Genesis, too, because that's where I leveled up the most. I went to level 101, which was the highest level I've ever reached. And I liked it because I the suit, because you get, like, this um, tech suit where you can just fly and hover over everything. It, you,
0: it's like an Iron Man suit. You yeah, have, like, rocket-packed yeah. feet and stuff. But
1: and, you never run out of stamina. You don't have to worry about landing.
0: You don't have to power the suit, which uh, in... You could get the suit in other maps, but you had to use right. Element to power it. But yeah. these ones you were uh, starting out with it, which yeah. was kind of like a huge crutch for the whole
1: thing. It was, and it gave me so much confidence. Like I was go- out there shooting Alpha Raptors, Alpha T-Rexes, um, gaining so many levels by just doing that because I had, um, what do you call it, uh, one of those little things that float with you what do you call them Chibbies. oh the chibi creatures yeah, i had a chibi creature with me so it was helping me gain my levels really quick
0: well but, that doesn't help you gain your levels really quick that helps you go past level 100
1: yeah and it did because i i got up to 101 but i i liked that one i mean it wasn't challenged once you got the hang of the suit it was not challenging but the board was easy to get around i always remembered where it lived eventually um the drops were great um i don't know i just felt like that one was really fun to play. I didn't like going into the space area though to to mine like crystals and shit like that. You did it a lot, both of you guys, all three of you guys. I think did it quite a bit. I just couldn't do it. Like I was no like that's where I I don't have the power that I do in my suit in the other out of the other side of it.
0: Yeah, a lot of those videos I think are on YouTube. I'm not sure how many I put out of the Genesis. Of I don't Genesis. Know. I think. No, oh, no, we put out a fair bit of Genesis. Because that was when I had my uh, one house on the bridge and the yeah. whole courtyard and everything. Yeah. Um, but I
1: also like Ragnarok. Sorry, I yawned while I said that. I like Ragnarok too. But that's because we had such a community going. Yeah. We all worked together. You and I worked together how many times killing Gigasauruses?
0: Oh, yeah. The Gigas kept showing up outside one of the bases.
1: And... I actually lived for those fights. Oh, they were fun. Yeah. Yeah. I go out looking for them, remember? I said, oh, I'm going to go look for a gig, and you're like, don't you dare, because you were living where they always spawn.
0: Yeah, yeah, because if she gets into trouble and leads it towards my place, then I have a problem.
3: Well, that I'll go into my favorite map, which would have been one of, one of my favorite maps is Ragnarok also, because we had found where all the waverens were, so I could do my stupid shit and try to get the waverens. But because of where you were located, to get from my house to your house, because for some strange reason, I always build in the same spot on Ragnarok, on my beachfront house with my little pond, so that I can keep my dolphins and my my. If I decide to catch some sharks, what are the me- megalodons? Right? Yeah. If I want to catch some mags, I can. Have them in their little pond off to the side, and to get from where I lived to where you lived, I literally had to fly halfway across the map on an RG or a pterodactyl, or when I made the the murder Quetzal um, yeah. uh, fly with that thing because <coughs> <coughs> that thing was pretty amazing. That the murder Quetzal. But um,
0: Well, speaking of named things, I you remember the murder boat, or no, uh, the death boat? Death boat, so yeah. So I took a raft, and you can build on them too, so you start with a foundation just like you're building a house, and by the end of it I had this stealthy looking metal kind of Batman almost looking st- boat with a whole crap ton of turrets on the top. and. Right. Oh, yeah, and the spikes. Yeah, you have to have you, the spikes. Yeah, and there were spikes everywhere so that if I had to ram something in the water, I had that covered. And uh, There was also whales that would come up and attack anything that was a raft. They were just attracted to it. So, yeah, I would take this thing out driving around and just pop, 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 and things were just dying all around it. So I named it the Death Boat. But that was when I lived in, that was what it was When you that? lived in... It- That was on Ragnarok Ragnarok when he lived in the uh, uh, the cave in the cenote. Yeah, the cenote, cenote, (laughs) which is like a um, an underground or in a cave pool of water. Or I, I'd have
3: to say my favorite, my most favorite arc moment, and you can find it on YouTube, is when Justin had pissed us all off, and we decided. Enough was enough, and we were kicking him off the server so he could no longer play with us. And we went and blew up his fucking houses. And we used everything. Yeah, and- all, all,
0: <laughs> all the bombs that we had collected because we were very... We, we never go PvP. We're all just kind of like, okay, if you need help, we'll help you out. But, you know, we all kind of live on our own out in the wilderness. You know, a lot of people um, will tri- we'll tribe up but we'll live in different places and stuff like that. But whereas before we all lived in the same spot and we were all coming back and we're like, okay, well now we're stepping on each other's toes because I just went and got, you know, 300 things of Flint and now they're all gone because Sarah needed to make bullets and 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 vice versa, right? Sarah just came back with a whole bunch of metal. Now I used all of her metal making my bullets. and And so eventually we just ended up like, Splitting up and everybody lived on their own and everybody made their own thing and I'm not sure which map would be my favorite. I like Genesis because it was like okay, what?
3: Yeah, you so, went like, with three different three, different stories. three yeah. different stories and like you talk about Justin. Just yeah. yeah, you literally avoided the whole blowing up yeah. Justin's house and why Justin was is no longer a well, part of the I, group I don't.
0: And, I didn't think we needed to go into why oh, he knows okay. what he did. Yeah, he,
3: you know he he will never. Well, when you when you take one of the major spots for resourcing and decide I'm going to build my house here, so nothing can spawn back well, in. Well, yeah, that everybody was one else. of
0: the dick moves, but that wasn't the main dick. No, move. that wasn't the main dick. So move. in Ark, if you build near a uh, precious resource like metal or something, uh, nothing will respawn within a certain radius around your base, which will destroy that resource location. And he found the biggest one in the game and set up shop right in the middle of it.
1: Wow, I guess his decundies were really tight that day.
0: Yeah, he was Chief decundies.
1: Well, take the microphone.
3: Not only that, but he started to play the game on a personal level. And it was something that at the time Peter was paying for the server, Matt was helping. And every once in a while when I had money, I would help out. And he wasn't helping. So, and the fact that he thought he basically owned the server, and some of his comments, which kind of pushed me over the edge. Yeah,
0: that's the stuff I didn't want to go into, oh, okay. right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. He knows what he did. Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite moments in ARC, and it's when it was just Peter and I, no one else had really jumped on the train yet. Chris, I don't, I'm not even sure, I Chris had... had uh,
3: I had gotten the game but because of where i lived it had
0: taken me over a week to download said game oh yeah yeah you had internet problems hey you still have internet problems it's tradition my, my walmart internet. his walmart internet so um peter and i are playing and we're like hey we haven't really been over to the big tree forest you know the redwoods we haven't been over there okay Let's jump on our birds, and we go flying. We head off into the redwoods, and uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this giant cat comes flying off of a tree, lands on Peter and his bird, and I just see the three of them spiraling to the ground. I'm like, uh, Peter, what happened? I don't know. I think there's a cat in my face. I'm not I'm not sure, and I, I, I don't even think it killed you. I think you got out of it. I think your RG was fighting with it and you lived but like i'd never seen anything like that in a video game where you're flying along all of a sudden a cat comes out of a tree and takes you down like a stone
2: yeah it was a fun moment yes i did survive it um and the bird i was on survived it as well um and it's scary because it actually stuns you when you land as well so um the bird was up and moving a lot faster than i was that was for sure but it was a lucky shot Right, but yeah, we sat there and watched him for a few minutes afterwards. It took us a while to catch one too, I think.
3: That's the, that's the end. Yeah. The said ant. Can you say it though? Uh, it's the, oh. thi, thi, la, alico or it's something.
1: Alico. Yeah. Yeah, Thy cylicolyl.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pretty much. That. a... S- Pretty much a saber-toothed tiger, but bigger, on steroids, and in a tree. And in a tree, they they really like to climb. Um, yeah,
3: I I'd have to say one of my most fond moments, the other than going and playing, you know, suicidal man, getting the waverins when all of us were partnering together, was when. I first started playing, and I think we were on the sen- either the center or it was Ragnarok, but you and Peter had rebuilt the, the ruins, and I had just started to play, and my first thing was I walked down to the beach, and I seen a scorpion, and I was like, oh, I want this scorpion, and you were like, no, leave the scorpions alone. <laughs> Do not try to catch said scorpions. Well, when we first started playing, we were all tethered together, So I would literally get to the edge of where I could shoot said scorpion and go to get the scorpion. And Matt would purposely move his character to tether me back to him and pull me back to the house so that I could not. And I did everything in my power to try to get the scorpion. And when I finally did get said scorpion, Matt went and literally had it killed by a raptor not even 50 seconds after I had tamed the thing.
0: Were were we not trived up? I don't know what happened yeah. there.
3: It, we were tribed up, but it was when we were playing. Um, we didn't have a server yet. It was just yeah. But and was we were,
0: it was it down and just not completely tamed? And my raptor it was, ran at it, or
3: it was tamed, but it was a wild raptor. You had led said wild raptor oh. towards it, and it was murdered <laughs> within. Because I had literally did it said. Congratulations, you've tamed and then said Matt ran past me with said Raptor and the Raptor decided to attack my Some
0: sometimes you just gotta run. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, no, don't don't give Chris the warning of, Hey, there's a raptor chasing me and, you know, oh, you're gonna get pulled towards me, but yeah. Oh, sorry, you're and I was like, God damn it, I I can't believe you got my scorpion kill and Matt's first thing was Please tell me you didn't name it.
1: <laughs> oh, so One of my favorite things is when Chris went and got me penguins from the Arctic on Ragnarok. And because I was watching Austin Powers at the time, I named one fuck you, fuck me. I think I had fuck that, fuck this, fuck off. Fuck. There was another one. Oh, I had named them. We called it the, but we we called them the Fook family. They were all F-O-O-K. So, Fook you, Fook me, fuck the fook family that was great
0: kind of like when i had the ugg family
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. so i had a family of bigfoots and i was treating them like real people and i built them their own hut and uh he had a job yeah he had a job he was my doorman officer ugg <laughs> no he, he was just the doorman you know he stood at no, the there, door
3: uh, no cliff. no that yeah was cliff. officer cliff officer yeah.
0: cliff so they also have Parasaurs, is that it yeah. Parasaurs. um they warn you when there's danger around. So I had one and I named him uh Cliff and then eventually, you know, he outlived a bunch out of the other ones, so I named him Officer Cliff. And then the but, next thing you know, I'm building him a security hut and gave him a hat. He
3: he not only had the
0: hat and the title
3: Officer Cliff, but he, you failed to mention that he was silver blue with red on the top of his head.
0: He- well, which one are you talking about? Are you talking about robo-officer Cliff? Yeah. Or just no- <laughs> robo-officer Cliff. Okay, yeah. So then we ended up changing servers. And I didn't want to leave Cliff behind. Because I used to talk to him and stuff all jokingly while we are on headset, right? So uh, when we started up the new server, I got a tech parasaur. Which is just a robot version of the same thing. And I named him Robo Cliff, and yeah, he he was red and blue lights and stuff like that. So he was actually more of like kind of like a cop car look to him. But. <laughs> Good times. But yeah, I've been playing that thing for four years now.
1: How many times did I lose Jingle Bell? Well, <laughs> I lost my one waver in Jingle Bell at least, what, three or four times. It kept flying five. five, five. Yeah, she kept flying to the ceiling to the point where I'm like, fuck it, I'm done. I think by the time he left Chris Isles, I, she, I she'd been I lost know. for a while. Yeah, she was gone.
2: I think, uh, and Matt, I think you would agree. We have to talk about the life and times, the trials and tribulations, the chronicles
0: of Jub-Jub. Oh. <laughs> okay, so Jub-Jub was a, a weird one. Uh, it was still before most of the players had joined us. And I went out and I caught a dodo, and I named him Jub-Jub. So, on the way home, I got killed, and Jub-Jub was left to the wild. Peter and I continued playing that server for, oh god, like three months or so. Out of nowhere, out of the wood, comes Jub-Jub, all happy to see me, because when I died, he was still set to follow Thing is, when he when I died, he didn't know where I ended up, and he couldn't see me, so he couldn't follow. So I just happened to be in the spot, and he, all of a sudden, out of the woods, rah, and he comes running at me, and I was about to shoot, and I'm like, what is this thing doing? It's all crazed. And I looked, and I'm like, holy crap, it's Jub-Jub. He's still alive. And it was like three months this thing lived out in the wild. No one fed it. So, like, he ended up getting, like, his whole stud, steadf- oh, no. Yeah, then we had the the chicken coop, and we 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 got the swamp fever, and we had to kill all the dodos because they all got sick. But Jib Jib lived through that, because by that point in time,
2: Jib Jib had been put on wander, and Jib Jib now started just walking the beach, and every so often he would show up in camp, check it out, right, and head off back to the other side. Right, eventually he did die. He's actually the first uh, the first dinosaur that we put up a memorial to.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that, because he was at one time, like, yeah, we never made him stay at home like most of the other dinosaurs. we like, well, he did fine for three months, you know, I guess he's kind of proved himself. So, yeah, he just walked around, and you would be coming back with a great big load of wood or metal, and all of a sudden, it's was like, oh, hey, job, job, you know. <coughs> but, yeah, the swamp fever was brutal. They take all your stats, reduce them down to 10%. Then you start to starve and lose hydration immediately, and oh yeah, it, it, it's horrible. We turn that off on the server now because we know how to use the settings.
1: <laughs> Some might call it cheating. I think it's just reducing the annoyance.
0: So then we've had battle brontos, which are or, no. I called it the Winno bronto. Yeah, the wino brontos. And- yeah, we we had a whole caravan where we packed up a whole bunch of brontos and we had them all done up like miniature bases and we walked them from one end of the map to the other and then we camped at the green obelisk and walked back. It was a quarter of the map that we walked. No, no, that I, that was more than a quarter. I think we cut right through the middle of it.
3: Uh, I, I don't know, but that was the longest. I think that video is like three hours long. That whole trip took In like. Four three hours between like smoke breaks and everything like that and the fact that like we all had turrets on the top of us there was the the motion of like it being so slow and then somebody would run out of stamina no
1: oh and somebody would want the therizinosaurus over across the island that we had to go get for him that would be peter hi peter Uh, so yeah there was taming involved too That that trip we were planning on going to hit up all of the obelisks, but we ended up what she doesn't smell. Oh, Duncan farted again. Um, but we were gonna hit up all the obelisks, but after that first trip to the green room, we're like, bro, we're going home. I swear it was like we were actually on a trip because we were so tired by the time we got back to our bases. We're like, no, we're not doing that again.
3: My favorite was the um, I think it was before sarah started playing with us when we ended up having oh you see that his favorite was before you no 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 <sighs> Once you got there it was i think it was me you peter and dan and we'd gotten the quetzals and we had turned them into mobile stations so that we could transport the the dinosaurs from peter's base that was out in oh, the middle yeah, of yeah. the he was set up in that like little chinese town the, the... <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it looked like no. It looked like a little village, and like that you'd see over, and like um, if you just, just in <laughs> no. I was actually going to be politically correct and say Vietnam. The way that Vietnam looked, I, I
0: don't even think it was like that. It was over in the <laughs> desert for one, and it was more like Aztec ruiny than it was Asian. <laughs> but it looked like. Okay, so the was was yeah, from. Right. yeah, and that's where he was moving to, not from. Oh, okay. Because someone
2: had built a
0: base just underneath my base. Yeah, yeah. Chris yeah. built a base right by him, and he was in his oh, bubble. Yeah, I was so in. Chris, Peter's, or so Peter moved. I was in the Peter's desert. bubble. <laughs> but He's like, screw it, I'm gonna go live yeah. with the deathworms. No one will <laughs> be crazy enough to follow me out here. No, that and you were right. No one
3: did. That that's not the base I'm talking about. I'm talking the, about the one where he had all the kangaroos and stuff. When he was over, um, almost by where um oh, all the farm, kind of- where all the farmland was and stuff like that.
2: So you're talking, was it Ragnarok? Yeah, yeah, it uh, was Ragnarok. Ragnarok, but I was on the islands on the other side.
3: Of the yeah, area. when you had like all the little streams um, running through, and it looked like a its own little town. Yeah, and with, it was, and it it was, looked
2: basically that was where I had the problem with the uh, carnivore pigs. Yes. Yeah, Yeah,
3: you were getting eaten by pigs, yes. Which one? It was the... So, uh, if you were flying from um, Pirate's Bay to where your cenote was... Yeah. You know where we would stop and pick up, like, the, uh, the rock carrots and all that? Yeah. And the gigas would spawn in. Yeah. Just down... Well, the gigas would spawn closer to the beach. But if you flew up towards the mountains... There was, like, a little... It literally looked like a little ruined town. And it had, like, the the stone archways. And there was kangaroos there. There was the pigs, the moths, and stuff like that. And that's where we would... We had taken everything over there on said quetzals to drop off to Peter. And then he was, like... I think he was there for over a month or something like that. And then the pigs started coming in and just ransacking everything and he was
2: like that was it no, the pigs are on the outside. oh uh... yeah the pigs that's that uh, the pigs are different they're on one of the islands over to uh literally the opposite side of the map you have got the desert on one side and then uh we passed the red obelisk and past the green obelisk we usually start at the blue past the green obelisk on the other side you would go into lowland green areas <laughs> you hit a swamp it was Basically on the other side of the main chasm. Yeah. And then you've got all the little islands that went around and curved from the south over to the other side, up into the polar area. And I was one of the main last islands on the far side. Um, and it's just overrun with, you know, I had a a rock elemental that if I went too far out my one door, he would attack. Uh, and pigs on the other side, right? I eventually had built it so that it was actually i had uh four taming pens all around my actual dino pen so when these things showed up i could actually let them in and then from a catwalk i could sit there and just tame them off in a fairly equal location it just became such a problem that i just couldn't leave i couldn't leave my base with any dinosaur without being attacked so that's why i moved but that was when i moved to the desert
3: you moved to the desert after that and then you set up I think it was either you or Matt set up the giant base that had all the different it looked like jail cells for the the animals in the middle of the desert. But and that's when I found my spot where I set up my big base on Ragnarok. Um just off of the where all the waterfalls and stuff were
2: yeah Now, now, when I was in the desert, I was a hundred percent. I actually picked that area to make sure I was so far away from everyone right and it literally if we were playing together for that day, it would take me half half the game session just to fly to any to the closest base, which I think was yours Matt at the time um yeah. and uh but yeah, and you're right i did uh that's where I started using instead of walls for my dino pens, I started using fences, yeah, so it looked like cages. Uh, and that would be the area. Because um, you that's we... the first time I ever seen the frogs and I was like, Oh, where did you yeah. get the frog? And... and it's like outside my door.
0: Yeah.
2: Um <clears throat> uh, that was that was when I had the twelve sarcos, right? Yeah. I love sarcos, by the way. Um but the
3: the And I think we I think you had the Titan Boa too, because at that time we could tame
2: Titan Boas. No, I did not <laughs> have a Titan Boa, but what I did have was the amphibians with the triangle head. I had a whole oh, group yes. of them. Yeah, yeah. Um uh and a and a lot of the unique desert species. Um but I believe I actually we restarted the server and I was still in that area. I never moved from that desert area. It's still one of my favorite areas to grow to build.
3: And mine is on Ragnarok is that one beach area that I ended up finding just outside of um in between the blue and i think it's red obelisk where the uh all that metal was on that one side and i ended up setting up base literally right on the beach and i was between it was perfect because where i was set up as i had like again another little area that i could keep my water creatures but i had the oil just on the one side of me if I went across the river, I had the swamp so I could catch all my swamp creatures. Once I had an RG, I could fly up into the mountains and get the um, obsidian and stuff like that. The only problem I had with that location was every once in a while, a T-Rex would decide to fall off the side of a mountain and come and play with me <laughs> and take out
0: as many yeah. creatures as I would gotten. Well, building in Viking Bay, as you guys know, uh, was kind of hard that way because it was a beach that was in like an outcove kind of, or like an inlet, and uh, right behind the beach was this great big cliff, and rexes would fall off, or you mm-hmm. get saber toothed tigers coming down. And I had the saber toothed
1: tiger, the tiger problem. The saber toothed tiger. Yeah, because I was in that bay. I had that cenote at, at one point. I first started building outside of it, and then eventually. I ended up building inside the cenote.
0: Yeah, the yeah, I've built in that one yeah. too. That, that one that, was fun. That one is fun.
1: Oh, but we'd be remiss not to tell the, the story of our excellent sharpshooting where we didn't know which one of us killed Colleen.
0: Oh, yeah, that was a good time. I
1: shot her from around the building and Matt was standing in front of her and shot her and she didn't know who killed, killed her, but she actually blamed me first, but it was actually Matt who killed her.
0: Yo. Yep.
1: She's a good sport, even when she's not.
0: Yeah, we picked <laughs> on her a lot.
2: Now, Matt, you might remember this one. Do you remember when we built too close to the volcano? And we had all those lizards, the Komodo dragons, right, which are just a oh, horrible yeah, dinosaur? That's when you
3: guys were getting attacked by the um,
2: the mantises and stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah. But the real reason we had to move was the eruptions. They actually came far enough to hit the beach. We lost yeah. buildings.
0: It was pretty much that the fire when I decided we were going to move the fire was stopping where our walls started but then we still had the komodo dragon problem which were responding every three seconds and those things they bite you once you get poisoned and then you die within what a minute and a half see if that's when i f- bitten you again you know that was
3: the first time i played on ragnarok with you guys was that that was base? was when you guys had that base and I literally walked out the door, and the first thing I did was walk into a pool of lava. Yeah. And I yeah. couldn't figure out why I died. I was like, dude, I just walked out the door. The and Peter's I... like, you you got in lava. Yeah, you're
0: on fire now. The floor is lava. I remember when you were it's still learning lava. everything, Chris, and and I was using the fabricator. and like, oh, what does this do? I'm like, oh, it's a fabricator. It does other things like it, it builds the high rent stuff oh that's neat and then you shut it off when i was <laughs> made constructing something you were which... in the middle of
3: building a chemistry
0: bench and yeah. all your resources got ruined yeah, the resources get destroyed and also it uses up gas and i think i only had like one can of gas to turn it on in the first yeah. place so now i had to go out hunting for the stuff to make more gas and yeah it was pretty bad or the the bridge from one
3: side of Pirate Bay to the other that took a month and a half to build.
0: Yeah, but that was tricky because I had to put all the structures going all the way down. It was this land bridge that was broken in the middle, and I was determined to finish it, and and I did. But yeah, it, it was.
3: That's when we had hotel matt
0: Yeah. Well, I built the whole civilization up there, right? Yeah. yeah up and on that rock, I believe that's the time
3: that we also had the police station. And Chris, the first time I ever actually rage quit and did not want to play ARK for months on end was because we had all tribed up. And Dan thought it would be funny to put a pair of handcuffs on me. Oh, yeah. And lock me in a jail cell that we had created. And for some said reason, when you have the handcuffs on you, you can spawn into the game. You can run around like a chicken with your head cut off, but you can't open doors. You can't open your inventory. You can't do nothing. You can't switch to items. Yeah, and because Matt had closed the door and I wasn't technically a member of the tribe, I couldn't open the doors to get myself out. Oh, did I arrest you? No, Dan had arrested me, but I wasn't part of your tribe, and you and Dan were tribed up. Oh. So, because Dan had arrested me and put the handcuffs on me, and closed the door. Now I was locked in your base, and it took almost—I think—almost a month before I finally came back on to play. And you guys had reset the server, and everybody had gone to start their own thing. Yeah. And I was like, if Dan touches me once more
0: in this game,
3: like I—I
0: I refused. Well, Dan to- locked me in my own house. Yeah. So I—I I had logged out. I was sleeping, and he broke into the house. He wasn't part of the tribe, but I guess I left a couple doors open. He. No, he must have been tripped up because he... No, I can't remember what happened. Anyway, uh, I was locked in my bedroom and I couldn't leave. And the only way that I could get out of it was if somebody killed me from the outside. So he shot me from the hill because he couldn't come close to the house because I had turrets. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was the worst one. Ever since that incident, like it was a whole war that happened uh we've banned handcuffs anytime i found oh, yeah. handcuffs, we, <laughs> they go in the ocean if you're found with handcuffs you get shot and i take them yeah somehow i end up with the handcuffs and i destroy them right well away. we we did use the handcuffs on Kali. did we yeah oh, well to show her yeah. what they were yeah, yeah to show
3: her what they were and i think she was killed with the handcuffs on and then she spawned back in and yeah, because we- yeah nobody knew how to get them off and it because it was me who had put them on her and i wasn't part of your tribe so then i had to go and take the handcuffs off her and that was a two day excursion yeah
0: well we're over an hour now so i think we can finish off here you know so that was our look at Ark. uh we love the game all for different reasons peter don't Ark, play with damn. us no more we won arc 2 but it's Probably going to be on Xbox and PC before it even thinks about. Art two is
3: not coming out until next summer, and it'll be on PlayStation Five, Xbox, and PC.
2: It's not that I don't play with you guys anymore. I just find that of late, um, we're not staying in a server long enough. We're rebooting them all the time, um, and maybe it's that I'm not getting on frequently enough. And I do understand that you guys have like built these huge, humongous things which just aren't my style to begin with. Um, But with a lot of the re-server reboots, like, you know, you're playing with four people and three people say, hey, let's reboot it. You say, okay, let's go, right? But a lot of times I didn't want to, right? I would really be much more interested in in like starting the server, right? Really thinking about how we set the settings so they're not easy, but they're not difficult. Um, And commit to running a server for like a year to two years. Um and develop that as four tribes, but that would be something that I would now be interested in doing. Is is the short runs? I'm just because it seems that when we do a, the three or the six month reboot, all I'm doing is the initial, you know, build the hut, build the safety hut, get your weapons, get out there, get your first initial tames, you know, and and you're just about to start building, you just start to make something different. And it's being rebooted. Um, Like, for example, when I was in the desert on Ragnarok, and when we rebooted that server, and something we've never done, and we could do much easier now because they've changed how to do it, your three crane or your praying mantis um, no longer require the death worm horn. Yeah. But originally, they required five death worm horns to tame, minimal. Um, And we rebooted Ragnarok, and I had four. Death Wernher horns that I had literally been collecting to try the three brain crane. So sometimes that I'm always worried about when the server's going to go end, and so I don't want to put much effort in when we play now. Because oh, I did all that and we're over, right? Like the last one, we we're on Gen two, and I've got my wonderful four platforms with one wall, and I'm about to build a base that's marveling mad, um, and we rebooted it. Well, we for yeah. Oh, whichever happened. But and it erased myself. But but, but but and there's a lot of those stories in my history that it was like, Oh, and I'm just or I really like this or I didn't want to lose that, that dinosaur d-
3: and we rebooted it. Well, that was my thing with when the first time we left Crystal Isle was the fact that I had yes, okay, I will admit, I had gone a little too crazy with the waverins and the fact that I had twenty six dragons sitting on an island, but I had just started to establish myself as being able to get to all the different spots on the map. I learned the map, and then, oh, we're going to go back to Ragnarok. And that's when Colleen first joined us, and we figured Ragnarok was easier for Colleen to
0: learn on. Yeah. All right. Well, I've been Mystery Mad. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I know it's a little bit something different but it's something a lot of us put a lot of time into, so I thought we'd talk about it. Anyways, you guys have a good night. Take it easy.